Are you ready? Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Around the CFL podcast. Anthony here with you today. And of course, we have another special guest joining us. But before we get to that, we got to get to some news and some pre-free agency extensions. Before the February 14th free agency window opens, teams have started to jump on extending some of their key players. The Bombers have re-signed return Beast Janarian Grant to a one-year contract. The Argos re-signed all-star receiver Curly Gittens Jr. through 2025. The Argos also re-signed kicker Boris Beattie on a one-year contract. The Rough Riders re-signed top pass rusher Pete Robertson. The Argos, again being busy, re-signed all-star linebacker Winton McManus. The Red Blacks signed quarterback Nick Arbuckle to a one-year extension, backing up Jeremiah Masoli. The Blue Bombers have extended defensive back Alden Darby for another year. The Argos re-signed defensive back Deshaun Amos. The Argos also re-signed star receiver DeVaris Daniels. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers inked receiver Nick Dembski to a huge three-year contract extension. The Riders extended defensive lineman Anthony Lanier to a one-year extension as well. The Tiger Cats re-signed running back Sean Thomas Erlington. The Alouettes signed receiver Kerry and Julian Grant to a two-year extension. The Tiger Cats re-signed another quarterback to back up Bo Levi Mitchell, sorry, Matthew Schiltz to an extension. And the Riders re-signed linebacker Larry Dean. And the BC Lions added two key re-signings. Number one, they extended quarterback Vernon Adams Jr. through 2024, essentially looking like it's making him the starter for this coming year. And offensive lineman Suk Chung will be back again with the BC Lions. And there were some big free agency signings also this week. Of course, the free agency window is February 14th, but this week teams were allowed to agree to terms with players. The Edmonton Elks signed former Hamilton All-Star receiver Stephen Dunbar to a two-year contract. The Tiger Cats also signed monster Stan Peters linebacker Jameer Thurman. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers signed to a two-year contract and they brought back Elks receiver Kenny Lawler. Our guest today had an amazing season last year, which also happened to be the best of his career to date. His 85 receptions for 1,401 yards and 11 touchdowns also got him double All-Star nominations for both 2022 CFL All-Star and 2022 CFL West Division All-Star. It's BC Lions amazing receiver, Dominic Rimes. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, man. I'm truly grateful to be a part of this podcast and, you know, let's have a great show. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so we were just saying that you've had an entertaining week this week, uh, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. So born in Miami, Florida, and you played college football at Florida International. Um, how did your path to the CFL happen? Uh, basically, uh, um, one of my best friends, um, you know, he told me about the CFL because, you know, he was doing CFL um, tryouts and you know, I was just, you know, working a regular nine to five, a year out of college and, 
you know, he he still knew I had um talent and still had football left in me. So uh one weekend I drove to Atlanta, Georgia to, you know, do a uh a workout for the Ottawa Red Blacks. And, you know, I happily had a great workout. There probably had to be like a hundred plus people there. Uh I think I was only one that they invited to training camp and the the history was made there. Awesome. Okay, you were saying that you were working a nine to five. What were you doing? Uh let me see. I worked for a moving company. Uh then I was a um a teacher at an elementary school. Then I switched from that to doing postal service jobs, uh delivering Amazon mail packages and delivering mail to um people's neighborhood. Oh wow. So how much of a culture shock was it to go from beautiful Miami and South Beach to Ottawa, Ontario, the nation's capital in Canada? Uh, it, it, it was fine to me. Um, I, I love Canada and, you know, especially in the summertime, it's beautiful, probably the best place to be just because the weather's perfect for you. Uh, the only thing that probably shocked me is when the winter times come and it starts snowing and, you know, you're freezing outside, hitting negative temperatures, so. I think that's the biggest change for me. But, I mean, Canada's, it's been amazing to me ever since I've been here. And you're still living in Canada, correct? Yes, correct. I stay in Canada with my fiance. She's from Ottawa. So I'm, 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 full, I'm full Canadian now. I'm embracing the whole lifestyle. Awesome. Well, congratulations on the fiance. Thank you very much. How did you meet? Uh, just, you know. Regular um dating scene. I seen her out one day and, you know, I introduced myself and that was, you know, me kind of being nervous and shy. But, you know, she 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 went for it and, you know, we went on a few dates and, you know, and then we just, you know, started to um, get to know each other's friends. And, you know, here we are years later engaged. So how are you feeling uh, in Ottawa for that first season? Because really, you did see limited action that first year. Uh, I, I felt it was a learning year. And then, you know, I had great receivers in front of me. You know, sometimes in sports, you know, you have other greats in, that you play with that, you know, sometimes you have to wait your time. And that's what I had to did. That's what I had to do. You had guys like Greg Ellison, Brad Sinopoli. You know, we had Deontay Spencer in. So, you know, we had quite a few guys that were, you know, already proving themselves in the league. And, you know, I was just somebody that's trying to make my way in a lineup and, you know, trying to show my talents any chance I got. Uh, your first breakout year was 2019, which was your third season as a Red Black. Uh, you recorded 65 catches for 1,056 yards and five touchdowns. In your opinion, what changed in Ottawa for you to have such a standout year? Uh, I just I just got more opportunities. I mean, if you look at numbers and – each year where I've gotten a certain amount of targets, I've, I've produced and, you know, I had a high catch average and, you know, I've, it's just, it's just the sense of me getting able to do more. Just like, um, you look back to this season where, you know, I was asked to do more and they let me, you know, make plays. And every time, you know, I feel I'm the best on the field and giving me more opportunities to show that I'm going to produce um for my team. During COVID-19, it canceled the season 2020. Some players went to play arena football. Others attempted the XFL before it kind of went down the tube. What did you do that year? 
Uh, I visited family for most of the year. You know, it was it was a big blow not being able to um, play football. But you know, I've 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 loved I've enjoyed the Canadian lifestyle, and you know, I've embraced the CFL culture. So I don't see me playing anywhere else because you know. Once you're younger, you know you give NFL the um opportunity and chance, and you know if that doesn't work out, you know I've I've I said the CFL is the only place where you know I would want to play football just because you know my fiance's from here, I get to be um with her all year round, and you know like I said, Canada is one of the most beautiful places I've been, and I love the people here, so I wouldn't want it any other way. So what led to the split with the Red Blacks, and what made you go across the country to the BC Lions? Uh, ultimately, uh, I just think Ottawa, you know, I, I think they like me, but I didn't, I didn't think they value me, um, that much over there. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's good to get a, you know, a fresh new scenery and, you know, go somewhere new and, you know, meet some different people and, you know, enjoy a different culture, which is Vancouver. It's a, it's way different from Ottawa. So, you know, I enjoy it when, I, when I'm in Vancouver, you know, getting to see the different sceneries, the mountains, and, you know, enjoying the, um, Vancouver downtown life. So it's, that's, that's, that's probably the thing that probably, you know, made me switch over. Just, you know, just opportunity, more opportunity in Vancouver. Okay. How comfortable did it make you to go to the BC Lions where you had played your entire career up to that point with Coach Campbell? Uh it 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 was it was good because it's familiarity and I know I know what he expects and you know I played with him for three years, um while we was in Ottawa so you know I know what kind of coach he is and you know I know he's a he's a winning coach and you know he's been in great cups and um won a lot of playoff games so I I I love what Coach Campbell brings to you know our team when you know whenever we're up against a you know tough opponent or we have certain adversity we have to overcome because I know what he expects and what he's going to um, get out of each and every player. In Ottawa, you played your first two seasons with Trevor Harris, who is a very solid quarterback. What was the learning curve, I guess, going to BC and catching passes from Michael Riley, uh, going to be a Hall of Famer? Uh, I, I I think it was a good experience, but, you know, to, um, to, Mike, to Mike's um, defense, I think it was, you know, all year he had to deal with a shoulder issue. So I, I probably didn't get a chance to, um, to get the best Mike Riley just because he was going through a lot of shoulder issues. So, I mean, it was it was still amazing just to be able to play with him for one season, you know, just to see, pick his brains and, you know, see how he sees football and, you know, what it's like for him being in the CFL for so long and what's, you know, helped him be successful in the CFL. 2022 was an amazing season for you, and it started out with Nathan Rourke, of course, under center. How was that to come out of training camp and just be so dominant? Uh, I mean, well, we've seen it the year before where, like I say, Mike was on, you know, his shoulder was, you know, kind of kind of messed up for the whole season. So we practiced with Nathan all year long. So we knew what we had in him and we knew the potential he had. And then just to see it, you know, kind of fruition from training camp all the way to, you know, towards the end of the season and everything. I mean, we were nothing but happy because we knew the type of work he puts in and we knew he was a great quarterback already just for everybody else to finally be able to see it and for him to, um, you know, bless us with his talents. It was, was just amazing. 
we saw four different quarterbacks last year with Rourke. And then after the injury, O'Connor, then after the injury, Pipkin, and then finally Vernon Adams. How did you stay so focused with so much disruption due to the injuries? Uh, well, well, you know, they, they pay you to do a job and that's what I'm doing. I'm doing my job. If my job is to, you know, be available to, you know, win those contested balls with um, whichever quarterback was throwing us the ball, that was my job. And, you know, I pride myself on saying, you know, that if any quarterbacks out there, I'm going to, you know, do my best to, you know, make sure, you know, they're, they're looking good just because they give me opportunity to catch the ball. So I think that's the biggest thing, man, just having the confidence that I can do it with, you know, whichever quarterbacks out there because, you know, they trusted me to throw me the ball. So I'm going to give them my all. You led the team in total yards receiving and you're actually second in the league. Dalton Schoen only beat you by 40 yards. And then you also led the Lions in touchdowns. And uh, all three of you broke the thousand yard receiving along with Keon Hatcher and Lucky Whitehead. How did you have such a dominant season with those two guys there as well? Like you just crushed it. Uh, I mean, just, I guess I was just putting certain opportunities at certain times that, you know, I guess helped me get more yardage, but I mean, those guys are amazing. They can be, we all, I say it all the time. We, we all are number one receivers on one team. So that's easy for like any offensive coordinator and quarterback to be happy about just because the work ethic we put all together as a whole receiver group and the standard that we, we put, because like you say, you know, without Brian Burnham, you know, with him retiring, he set a standard at receiver that, you know, we're catching everybody that comes our way. We're going to be dominant. You know, every every ball, if it's out of reach, what's the name? We're going to try and get it. So I think just us being competitive, that was, you know, a big key for us, you know, having 3,000-yard receivers. And, you know, that's not going to stop just because I know how them guys are preparing, how I'm preparing. You know, we want to, you know, do better than we did last year, which – you know, there's some big goals, but those goals, we can be able to feel very fast. So how much of a leader was Burnham in the locker room? And I guess who's who's going to fill those shoes with how he was on and off the field? Oh, man, he was a tremendous leader, just a great, genuine guy to be around. And, you know, with him being gone, uh, I think, you know, it's going to it's going to continue. Even when he was here, I think us as a whole receiver group, you know, we, we have a brotherhood. So everybody on each given day, you know, could be the leader for that day just because, you know, it's a high standard and, you know, we hold each other accountable. You know, account accountability helps build leaders. And, you know, we say all the time we have a bunch of leaders because, you know, anybody that's leading, you know, is setting a standard, setting an example. And we all set standards and examples. So we're all leaders. So, you know, we're going to all be leaders when, you know, when the season comes. So like we said at the very beginning, um, it was an entertaining weekend. So what led to the initial trade request? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, blew it out of proportion. Just, you know, we were just, just, just two, two, um, you know, two people just trying to come common ground of, you know, what makes both parties happy. And, you know, sometimes things get, you know, mixed up and out of blue out of proportion, but we found things to make both parties happy and we did it. And, you know, I'm happy and they're happy and it's going to be a great year for us. 
how excited were you to get that? I know you said that it was blown out of proportion, but how happy were you when that deal came through that extension? I mean, I'm, I'm happy and I, and I love it because I love the city of Vancouver and I love my teammates in, in BC and I love the coaches and management. I love everybody there. You know, sometimes in business, people, you know, get business and relationships mixed up. Like my relationship with BC is amazing. It's just the business part. You know, we we're just trying to come to a common ground. But I'm I'm super excited. I'm super happy because I'm here for the you know long term. I actually got to see uh, my first ever game in BC Place last year, so I was pretty pumped okay. for that. Yeah, I saw you play a number of times last year, but I actually got to see one in BC Place. Oh man, such an atmosphere! My God, which 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 game was that? August 29th, I think it was. It was Saskatchewan. It was right after Rourke got hurt. Oh, yeah. That was a tough one for us. But the atmosphere is just insane. Probably the best atmosphere around the entire league is in BC Place for game day when it comes to, uh, like, fan interaction and, you know, with Rory on the field there going nuts. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was fun. Oh, yeah. It, like I said, the um, the management and, you know, the new owner, he's, he's done a great job just, you know, engaging with fans and, you know, bringing that fan engagement back in. I can only imagine how it's going to be this year, man. He's, he's he's doing an amazing job, and people in the city are loving it. You know, they're loving the team. So, you know, we're going to give it our best and make sure we put out a good product each and every year for him. Actually, it's funny that you bring him up because he's going to be on the show here in the next week or so. In your experience, what has the atmosphere and the culture been like in BC since that purchase? Uh it's it's, it's been it's been amazing. Uh the atmosphere has, you know, when I used to be a visitor, visiting the atmosphere, you know, you used to be like, oh, where's everybody at? Like, what's going on? But just this year around, you can see the whole city turn around with the, you know, the excitement of Nathan and the excitement of the team. And, you know, winning games helps a lot. So, like I said, it's, it has credit to Amar because he's, he's, he's been doing a, a, a great job. And, you know, that's that's what I could say about that. The team just announced that Vernon Adams and big Canadian offensive lineman Sook Chung, and obviously yourself now, have been extended. How different is the offense going to be looking this year? Uh, I don't. I don't think too much difference. Like you say, um, you know, we we lost a few pieces, but we still got some of the main key pieces back. You know, we got all the receivers back. You know, we got Vernon. Vernon came in, and you know, he was four and two as a starter. So I, I don't think. Things are going to change a little that that much, you know. We lost James Butler, you know, he's a big piece of offense, but you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna fill in at the running back position, and you know, we're gonna be dynamic and explosive like we always been. Who is the DB that you love going up against the most in the CFL? Uh, the most. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, it would. Ah, oh, man. I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's 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 a lot of good DBs out there. I don't know. I can't I can't think off off my head, but it it has to be somebody in Winnipeg because you know they've set the standard. So anytime you can go against Winnipeg and have success, I think that's a that's a great thing. That's a great answer. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most in twenty twenty three? Uh being back with the guys, being back. 
playing winning football and, you know, bringing, bringing joy to the city and, you know, bringing new excitements and, you know, trying to bring a great cup to the city. What do you like to do for fun in Canada outside of the CFL? And I read somewhere, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're a bit of a foodie, aren't you? Yeah, I, I like to I like to visit and enjoy different restaurants. Um, you know, I like to travel and see different cultures and you know try different foods. So you know, I'm I'm always in Vancouver out eating. So <laughs> that's the biggest <laughs> thing I'm probably doing. And then, what do you like to do in the off season when there isn't any football? Uh, either I'm playing video games or I'm just relaxing with my family. I'm I'm a I'm a family guy. I like to be around family for the most part. So, you know, I like I like to you know in the off season I like to rest my body, and enjoy time with my family. What is one thing you would want all your fans across the country to know about you? Uh, I want them to know that you know I appreciate all the support they've given the team. I, I hope that they keep, you know, supporting the team as, you know, we move on from Nathan. Just know Nathan's rooting for us and we're rooting for him. And just come to the den, man. It's, you know, it's, a, it's an experience and you, you'll get to see a lot of, um, um, as I call it this year, Mr. Headtop, me jumping over a lot of DB's heads in the end zone this season. Yes, it will be. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Congratulations on an amazing young career and congratulations on that great extension. And I can't wait to see what you do in 2023. Thanks, man. I appreciate everything so much. Go BC Lions. You got it. <laughs> that was our conversation with Dominic Rhymes, amazing standout wide receiver with the BC Lions and really stand up great dude to talk to as well. Well, that is it for us this week. You can catch us on Instagram at Around the CFL Podcast, and you can follow us on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, Google, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And please be sure to leave us a five-star review if you are liking the podcast. Next week, we will be back with another episode with the bone crusher, Derek Dennis. Well, that is it, and we'll see you later.